Yo, what's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to Ask Pat 2.0, episode 1030. I appreciate you being here. For those of you who don't know what Ask Pat 2.0 is, this is a show where entrepreneurs like you call in from all different skill levels, all different kinds of pains and problems and issues, and I'm here to help coach these people through that process. And by you listening in right now, you also get coached at the same time. That's the beauty of this. So big thanks to all the previous guests here on Ask Pat 2.0 because they offer so much just kind of being vulnerable, putting themselves out there, and it is no different today because we have Debbie on the show with us who actually owns a dog training facility and a, in a, in a, a dog boarding home, and uh, she wants to expand online. Like, how do you do that as somebody who takes care of dogs and are just kind of known in your local area? Is that even possible? Well, guess what? That's what we're going to talk about today. And actually, her niche in the space, which is which plays a really important role in this particular conversation, as you'll hear, is she helps train uber aggressive dogs. Like, you know, really aggressive dogs. Like, you look at them and then their, their eyes turn red and they start drooling and they want to like eat you for dinner. Those kinds of dogs. That's her specialty. And that plays a big role in where this conversation goes today. So make sure you stick around and listen in because your superpowers are really where it's at. And that's Debbie's superpower. So, Debbie, you rock. Thank you. All right. Here we go. The conversation today with Debbie. Let's do this. Hey, Debbie, thank you so much for coming on Ask Pat 2.0 today. How are you? I'm good. How about you, Pat? I'm doing excellent. I'm excited to chat with you today. Why don't you uh, just spend a couple minutes telling everybody what it is you do? Well, I have a dog training and dog boarding business, and I do, uh, I do, I specialize mostly in fearful and anxious dogs, and so I kind of work with the dogs that most people don't don't uh, deal with. And my boarding business—that's how my boarding business grew—was because many of the dogs that I was training couldn't go to any boarding facilities because of their behavior. And so I, I was reluctantly get, got into the, the boarding business because my dogs couldn't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so, you know, I've kind, of, I've kind of got myself into this thing where, you know, I was actually reluctant to start dog training, but you know, it was almost as if the universe was like, this is what you need to do. And people just kept coming to me and my business grew to a point where um, I was doing the dog. Uh, well, I am doing the dog training and the dog boarding, but I've kind of hit a wall, you know, and I want to have a wider audience than I have right now. Like most of my, well, all of my clients are local and I kind of right. like to, to, you know, stretch my wings and, and, you know, go wide. I love that. What's the uh, name of the, the business? Um, my, it's called me and my dogs. Me and my dogs. And is that me and my dogs.com is where people can go find more information. Um, dot biz B I Z. Oh, me and my dogs dot biz biz. Yeah. There's, um, somebody already had me and my dogs.com. It's some angry person. I don't know what their deal is. <laughs> Well, you need to do that fear training with them. Anyway, um, so tell me what you want. What what ideally, like I get the wider audience, but like ideally, what does that look like to you? Well, um, I've been doing quite a bit 
of you know watching podcast listening to podcasts and doing all kinds of things and you know the thing that i really feel that i'm good at is is the coaching part of it mm-hmm. you know i like when a friend of a friend calls me and says oh you know so and so recommended you i've got this problem and i say well okay send me an email and they send me this big long long email about all the issues that their dogs are having and you know and then i can kind of cut and paste it in my head and try to figure out what's going on with the dog and then you know you know in, in five minutes I tell them, you know, what's going on and what I recommend. And next thing I know, I get this email back. Oh, my God, you solved this problem that's been going on for years and you fixed it in five minutes. That's the part that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. But so far, the only the only um, uh, how do I say it? The, The only way that I'm reaching these people is through friends of friends, you know, like and and I'd like to be more um um, more direct at trying to to reach that audience. Okay, that's great. Uh, I understand now what you want. How would you want to work with it? Like, let's say, let's just say, a hundred people tomorrow email you and want your help. Is that how you want to continue to help, or like, is it, like, can you can you imagine a better way to, or a more scalable way, or do you want it to be one on one? I just want to know kind of what you want. Well, that was actually part of the original question, which was, um, and and I I went back and I looked at my, or re-listened to the podcast, it was Chris Drucker. Mm -hmm. And what he said was, is that you should spend more time working on your business than working at your business. And my question was, is, well, you know, working on my business is not the part that I enjoy so much. It's the working at my business. And I know, you know, passive income, all this, you know, it's almost impossible to do that. But I would still like to have a connection with my audience. But I would like to find a way to be a little bit more passive at it. And so I'm looking at maybe doing some online courses and and some other things as well. Okay, great. I like that idea because then... Whether it's five people or five thousand people, they're going to be able to get get your help and, and see you. Now, right. one thing that I would think is related to your superpower, and you said that you you kind of have this unique uh, ability to help, especially fearful dogs, right? <laughs> and and I think that that's a really important key that we have to discuss a little bit because there's likely a lot of dog trainers out there who have audiences already, but they don't necessarily have this specialty. This is this is the number one way a person who is brand new to a space gets into that space. They take advantage of what they are really good at, that, you know, it's, it's their unfair advantage. And yes, maybe there's a few that, that know how to, to handle that. But if that's your, if that's your thing, that's what you pitch to, for example, get on somebody's podcast because they, like if I'm a dog, if, if I'm a dog trainer and I, I specialize in, you know, helping potty train dogs like that's my thing right but uh-huh. but my audience likely is going to want to know about especially fearful and and aggressive dogs and that's not an expertise i have i could offer my own advice but i don't have that expertise necessarily so i look for people who can fill in that gap for me for my audience who i know needs that help and okay. so me as a podcaster talking about dogs i hear about you in some way maybe it's a direct connection or um Maybe it is a 
just a referral from somebody who also listens to that podcast who says, hey, you should check out Debbie who specializes in fearful dogs. So you can utilize some of the, the network you have to potentially get on other people's shows. Or maybe it's a guest post or maybe it's you know a, a Skype interview video that lives on that person's YouTube channel. But you want to pitch it as not, hey, interview me or feature me. It's, hey, I have this specialty that I want to offer for you and your audience. And that's a great way to utilize an audience that already exists. And that is the quickest way to grow. That's the quickest way to get notices by somebody else recommending you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And I like that. I like that you called it a superpower because my, I have a few friends that actually call it that as well. Yeah. Okay. So great. We've just validated that um, from many people and Maybe it's maybe it might take a little bit of a while to be a guest on another show, but I I would I would consider that you have this thing that people need, and even people in the same space need. Like I was talking about in that example, another place you can go would be to groups and like Facebook groups and whatnot. And you know, if you go and infiltrate those groups, it's not, hey guys, look at me, I'm, I'm this is my specialty and this is what I do. It's rather, hey everybody. If you got a, if you got an aggressive dog, like here's what I would recommend. I've I've trained aggressive dogs. I'm here in Georgia, and like I know a lot of you might struggle with this. If not, don't worry. You don't have to watch this video. But if you are, here are some quick things you can do to just understand what's going. On. Like a really quick, like a video. They get to know you, and they go, Debbie, wow, like thank you so much for the help. Instead of, oh, there's this person in my forum named Debbie. Like she's just obviously trying to grow her business. No, you're helping me. And as a result, people will want to help you back. So groups of people where these, where your target audience exists, that's where you want to go. And they live under uh, people in places like podcasts and websites and blogs. They live in social media and in groups. And you go there and you want to, again, share your superpower. And honestly, you could give all of it away for free, yet people will still want their particular situations helped by you, right? And so that's that's why, um, you know, I mean, anybody could go to YouTube to learn anything, right? And, you know, they could, they could learn these techniques and, and whatnot, but it's it's that personalization and, and seeing that there's a real person who is the expert on that, who I could go to, who I could ask questions to, who has a specific course that relates to my particular situation. That's, that's where I go to get my answers. And I would pay for that. I mean, I hope you would, I mean, you know this, obviously, having an aggressive dog is is uh, is painful not because they bite you painful but because it's like just a struggle every day especially if you have kids around the house and you know you imagine having this dog who just follows directions and 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 that's what you want and that's what people would wouldn't happily pay for it as as you know right and i think i think that's part i think i think you really hit hit it on the head where my I'm making my mistake is is that I keep uh, trying to say hey look at me and I think the reason for that is that within the dog training business I've been to some seminars on how to grow your business and it's always it's always well volunteer um you, you know give it away and then it'll come back to you well, I've, you know, I fostered dogs. I've done all kinds of things for free and I've grown my business to this point. And now I think 
it's got to where either I have the I, I haven't really experienced or or gotten good at asking to get paid or it's just that my audience is just so used to you know Debbie just giving it away and I think that I need to be able to figure out how to cross that line to get back to a point where I can say confidently that you know I deserve to get paid you do deserve to get paid I mean, what, what it is that you're giving is is a, is a, a huge gift for people. Um, and you're changing families, you're changing lives through your work in, in particular with dogs. So does the conversation about how you could potentially get more people to come your way make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. It does because, um, you know, those are, those are some of the things that I've, I've, I've heard and that I've read about getting on podcasts and trying to join in in other audiences. And I think, again, part of my thing was is I was doing what you said not to do, which is to just try to advertise. Sure. And yeah. the funny thing is, is that I'm not good at advertising, and it's not one of the things that I like to do. But I like the idea that you um, you said just to get into these groups to be an active participant and to give some good advice. But then I guess my next question is, is how do I turn that around? Right. That's part two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So, so, so now you have people who are coming your way and they're coming to your website or they're finding you on social media. It's actually easier. Um, you can just basically say, Hey, if, if any of you have any more questions, just send me a direct message. And okay. that, is like step, this is again on Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups or wherever, you know, hey, send me a message. And maybe this is how you start actually with the podcast too. You go, hey, if, you, if, any, if any of you, you know, needs more help, just send me a message. Here's my email. And that's maybe the way that you start. It's not, it's not the perfect way because, you know, now you got people emailing you, but that's a good sign. People emailing you means right. they're warm or they're direct right. messaging you. And then from there, Likely, you could potentially have conversations where you are essentially kind of looking to see what they need and what they would be interested in. And so even before you build anything that would be monetizable, you're having these conversations already. And you can you can ask questions like, so, so uh, like, what? obviously, you'd want to understand their situation a little bit. But then you can go, okay, well, if I had a online course that taught you specifically how to deal with this, would that be something you would be interested in? And you're not selling the online course, you're just asking if they're interested. And you're actually very honest about the fact that you don't have one yet. But you can you can pitch it as, and this is what I teach in my book, Will It Fly? You're, you're essentially validating that idea before you spend all that time and money to build something versus most people in your particular situation would be like, oh, this is perfect, I need to build a course. I'm just going to build the course. I'm going to get. I'm going to get all the videos done. I'm going to write the scripts and 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 launch it, and then I'm going to get people into it. And then what usually happens is they spend all this time and money building this thing, and then there's no connection to the people that they were having conversations with. There was there, there's no people who are interested in that, um, and it's def- very deflating. And and you know from there the right answer is to okay scrap that and go try something else. But that's very hard to do when you've already dedicated that time and effort into it. So. Um, what I would recommend is, is is essentially using these conversations to probe exactly what it is that you should be doing next. Maybe it starts with, all right, well, I offer 
you know, a 30-minute call for X dollars, is that would that be something you'd be interested in? And that's a very clear yes or no that you can just see, you know, from the first couple people if that's even of interest to them or not. And if, if you you offer that and you find that that's not a thing that this particular audience needs, then then that's not an option for them anymore. Now you move on to the next, okay, what could we possibly do? Maybe it's, oh, I, uh, you know, once a month I hold a virtual workshop and it's, you know, $49 and I teach for three hours and this is specifically done every month for those of people people like you who are in that situation and here's where you go and sign up and register and that that way it becomes more like an event that people can put in their calendar they set out that time in their calendar to, to, to go and sit and watch and learn from you and you essentially teach them what you would teach them in the online course but you teach it in a three-hour or two-hour live event setting and that's a very popular way to monetize a, a group of people who all essentially have very similar issues um so that that that's Traditionally known as, as more of like a virtual summit or uh, even a even a webinar training um, or an online training, a live online training, a live online class. Um, maybe the class is a couple days worth, uh, you know, so it's not necessarily live, but they get, you know, an email that goes into their inbox every day for seven days. And that's how it helps. I mean, the, you, you could do it any which way you want. You just kind of have to through these conversations um, and you could likely go to a lot of your customers now and just be like, hey, you know what? Like, I want to help more people, but, you know, I'm, I'm tied down to Georgia right now. But, you know, the Internet's an interesting place. If somebody like me were to offer, and don't worry, I'm not, like, going to switch this for you. But um, if, if, if there was something like a virtual summit where you could come on for three hours and learn from me, tell me how you would react to that. Would that be weird to you? And, again, you're just kind of using your customers who are your people to – guide you you're taking the guesswork out of that okay yeah and you actually made me think of something while you were talking i've um one of the one of the things that i found with my customers is is that you know everybody well they kind of fall into two categories one category is is that they think that they are alone like like they're the only one that has this problem mm. Yeah. And that their problem is unique to them and to their and to their dog. And um, the other category is is people who are embarrassed. They say that and, and they say that you know when you get bit by a dog, the first reaction is embarrassment, and that's why a lot of dog bites are not are not reported. And uh, it, you made me think of something like maybe even doing a small group like the summit yeah. where I tell people that they're not alone, that they and maybe they can support each other. That's 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 cool, too. I, I really love that. I mean, that's what you say to get people to sign up for it is, hey, you're not alone. You can come and join other people who are who, who are who are you know in the same place that you are. And you, those words are perfect. I mean. Debbie, you, you, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head with the language. Like whatever your people say, that's what you want to put on like the, the landing page for this summit that you could potentially experiment with. And the nice thing about like a group thing like this is you either get people to sign up or you don't. And then, then it either happens or it doesn't, right? You're not building right. anything before it happens. I mean, obviously you'd want to outline what kind of the day or the hours would be like. But um, it's just like putting on a, an event. If I'm putting on an event and – you know, nobody registers, then I know that I have a messaging problem, right? And I, I don't have a course problem. I have, I, I, I have a disconnect between their problem and what they need. 
Now I know that's not what they need, so let's try another thing. And so that if that sounds exciting to you, I mean, that could potentially be the first trial run for you to see if you can get people to sign up for that. And then, you know, if that works, then you can optimize that. You can automate that. You can, you know, you know, there's different ways to go about it. Maybe some of those people want, will want to continue to work with you over time, in which case maybe it, it turns into a recurring uh, monthly payment um, to, you know, just have a little bit of access to you, but also the, the other community members that you're building. Um, because I would imagine that, you know, they would grow close with each other knowing that they were going through the same situations like you're saying. Right. And, and it, and wasn't that one of the things that Chris Drucker talks about is memberships? Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you've picked up his book, Youpreneur, uh, or the rise of the Youpreneur, that, that could be a good read for you to kind of understand the, all the different kinds of offerings that you could do. And yes, he talks about that uh, as one of the business models for sure. Right. So how are you feeling, okay. Debbie? I'm, I'm, I, I'm feeling good. I mean, it's, it's a funny thing that I, that you, you've really picked up on, on kind of the vibe of my business just through listening to me talk. And, you know, and that's one of the things that my, my closest followers always say is, is that I'm able to communicate the my whole training technique slash uh, lifestyle that I that I teach people mm-hmm. and you know my my voice is somewhat unique and I think that's part of my problem is is having to trying to figure out how to how to put it in a box but I think what I'm hearing you say is is that I don't need to put it in a box I just need to continue reaching out to the people that um, that are that are in other audiences, and then kind of you know bring them a little bit over onto my side. Yeah, you know, like, like I'm not stealing people really, but I'm I'm trying to help 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 other exactly. People's you are complimenting, complimenting. Yes, you're complimenting what others are offering, and that's a great thing um, because those people would likely not be able to serve those particular members of their audience who need your help. And I think that's why a podcast would likely be a great solution or um, getting on other people's podcasts because it's very easy. You're relatable and it's easy to kind of get up, get like you said, your vibe um, really quickly. And so that would be ideal if you could get on other uh, shows like that. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And I, I'd love to do a podcast um, back well, I'm going to show my age here, but back when I was in college, I actually had a third-class radio operator's license because radio was something that I wanted to get into, but my voice was just not mm-hmm. good for radio. And so uh, now the technology is a lot different, and, and, and I think it's something that I can, I can actually do now. I'm sure you could. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, okay, great. So, Debbie, what are your next steps from here? My next step is to start looking for – start expanding my audience by looking at other people's audiences. Um, as a matter of fact, one of the things that I did last week was to join some um, some Facebook groups on dog training and dog behavior and so I'm going to not only just join them, but now I'm going to become more active in them, looking for 
um, discussions of from people who are having problems um, with with fear and anxiety and try to contribute to those conversations. I'm going to um, I'm going to talk to my people, the people who are currently my followers, to kind of see what they're interested in me doing next. Perhaps the um, um, uh, online course, uh, webinar, and um, and maybe what I'll do is start once I start gathering some new new people, some new blood. I'll go ahead and and maybe put together a not maybe but I will put together a, a virtual summit to see if that's something that people will participate in as well. Woohoo! I'm excited, Debbie. <laughs> well, well done. Thank you so much for coming on today. Do you mind if we, um, you know, in the future, reach out to you and just kind of check in to see how things are going? No, please do because I I, I think that it'd be fun to follow up and like I said I'm so grateful for you to um, reach out to me because I, I I think I think I've got something and I hope that I can help your audience as well uh, I imagine that there's other people out there who are at a point where they don't know how to expand their business and I think I think you know, our conversation can help other people too. It will. It will. It it already has. So, th- th- thank you, Debbie. I appreciate you. Good luck, and we'll t- we'll chat soon. All right. Thanks, Pat. Debbie, thank you so much again for calling in and for sharing. And we're definitely going to follow up with you because this is such an interesting idea. You know, going local and very niche into online business. And again, your superpowers—that's where it's at, Debbie. I mean, the whole aggressive dog thing—that that that's your jam, right? So let it be known. That that's your jam online. So best of luck to you. Thank you so much. And best, best of luck to all of you who are listening to Ask Pat right now. You're all entrepreneurs. A lot of you likely have something in your business that needs a little bit of help or tweaking or perhaps you need a coach. Well, if you want to potentially get on the show just like Debbie did, all you have to do is go to askpat.com and there is a little button in the middle of that page kind of near and around. You can see the other episodes there as well. You can see the smart podcast player. Right around there, you'll see an application button button. I don't know why I said it that way, but you can go and click on that button. You can apply and I might select your business to get featured here just like Debbie and uh, I can coach you. And in in exchange for doing that for free, essentially we're helping all the other listeners too. So I hope you're all enjoying this. Thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe because we got some good episodes coming up your way. And uh, I just want to, I just want to say thank you. You guys are amazing. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Cheers. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
the Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.